Hi guys, so now we're going to be talking all about the horses that you can meet at the Royal Veterinary College. Are you trying to sell me a timeshare? Yes. <laughs> In a horse. <laughs> With a horse, yeah. <laughs> Hello friends, welcome back to Live Love Lovecraft. I'm Sam, and this week I might be coming into some money. Just received an email from Reverend Sister Margarita. Looking forward to seeing what comes from it. <laughs> anyway, uh, hello. Yeah, this is a, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, probably. I'm not entirely sure what it is at this point. Um, but if you're still listening, congratulations. Who's joining me on today's adventure? There's only one way to find out. It's... My name's Kate. <laughs> Christ. My name's Kate Hunter, and I play Bacco. And I am a satyr bard who is not the most musically gifted, but certainly will give it a shot. I'm Zoe. Uh, I am a PhD researcher, and I'm playing Ivy, the tiefling druid. Who do you know? Oh, she's currently uh, currently enjoying uh, having a little escapade where she's being slightly less rule bound than normal. Sliding down banisters last week was terribly exciting. Uh, so yeah, she's learning to live a little. I am Lucy Eckersley. I am playing Brogar, uh, who is in his family home and really enjoying being back, having a great time so far. <laughs> First of all, hello, my name's Stukums Jolliver and I live on this podcast and occasionally when this podcast isn't on, I play a character called Steve Cross and you'll know when he's talking because he sounds like this, which is a fake voice that I, Stukums Jolliver, do outside of the game and we all met each other for the first time yes we did learn we did learn something that like kate is an incredible actor because she's playing like a full-size character but she herself is a tiny thumbelina person (laughs) oh no (laughs) anyway last time we met um our our party were doing a crime they they crossed uh, the city's north gate i think we were also my lid here not anymore you can oh come on clear many people go back to the parents houses and take you know like a snack or a candelabra yeah that's one of the most north manchester things you've ever said (laughs) what candelabra (laughs) take a snack or a candelabra (laughs) lots of people burgle their parents house it's the most north manchester thing you've ever said i mean (laughs) yeah Anyway, uh, yeah, they were doing a crime, and after the crime, uh, there was a there was a loud voice, and it was saying something like, "What's blood? What's going on? What's going on?" And what was going on is that behind the door, there's there's still a little crack because you never specified that you shut it behind you. Um, there's a seven foot one dragonborn in the in the middle of the great hall, stood beside that long black dining table, looking down at the dining table, at where there used to be a golden candelabra. Remind me never to take on a dragonborn basketball team. <laughs> they, they they turn around behind and they shout, Father, one of the kobolds has stolen a candelabra. As a seven and a half foot tall, gruff looking golden dragonborn enters into frame and walks towards the table. In a booming voice, he calls out to the kobolds in the garden, which all begin to scamper in hastily. Oh no. Come. Kobolds, come in here! <laughs> and, and, yeah, these, these, these kobolds scampering. Like, well, this one are you. Are these the very full kobolds who were struggling to walk because they ate so much steak? Their, their fingers, their stink fingers are still covered in, in grease and fat. It's like, ah, ah, and they, they hide it behind them. No. <laughs> well, it was one of yours. He looks over at the female dragon boy. Pyra. What do you think they've been doing? Check her hands. You're becoming a cockney. You're becoming <laughs> one of the Mitchell brothers. <laughs> See where this goes, whatever. Uh, she, 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 the female dragon ball walks over to them. Says, Show me your hands. They each one by one show their, their fat covered hands. Father, they've got they got fat on their hands. Have they? Where are they getting fat from? I said, where are you getting fat from? Okay. Ah! 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 Found it. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that later. None of you know where the candelabra is, and they all, they all shake their heads, heads these little kobolds. Okay. Yes, we'll just have to get another one from the vault then, won't we? And they begin to... This last Can we run back down? Can you, quietly, quietly. I'm seeing this through the crack. I... 
can oh. you can you stealth check oh, that? Both ears. Oh no! I, I just I just want to assume that Snookums and Bacco are still cooking up a storm. You can hear what's going on because it's only next door, but it doesn't really concern you. We're experimenting with sources now. <laughs> Sounds um, fantastic. <laughs> mine was an eight. Is a fifteen. Bruger, can you roll me an acrobatics check, please? Oh, why? No. Surely, As, uh, I, surely I don't stealth so bad I do a cartwheel down the stairs. That seems unfair. What's you might try it. We'll see. 14. As, uh, 14. So as, as you're beginning to retreat downstairs quietly, you can hear that the hulking footsteps of this huge golden dragonborn walking away from you. You then hear a door open, and they shut the door behind them, and... Uh, no way. Brogar, oh. you, you, you managed to get down the stairs somewhat quietly. You know, no one's noticed you and Ivy. I'm just very confused. <sighs> so the, the, you can hear from, from above you, you hear that, that female dragonborn voice. I'm just specifying that because, frankly, the accent might have changed over the course of the last minute. Kobolds, go back outside. No, no. <laughs> She tells the kobolds to go outside. She's, uh, they, they scamper off, licking their fingers, uh, and head head back out the door. But Bro- Bro- Brogar, mm? I haven't. I, I mean, I would have thought they would have opened the door by now because even if they were a bit slow, there's only a very limited room between where they were standing and the door. So maybe they're not coming this way. That's a good point, and also. My dad always says that it was me who was a bit slow in the family, so I, I think I think you might be right. I think they've gone a different way, which is interesting. We've got more than one vault. Y- yes, maybe a vault where you don't burn all the money. Hmm. Bacco and Snookums, you, you, behind you, there's a, a, a little dragon, a tiny little dragon-looking dude, just trying to reach in there and just, eh, yeah, more food. He's rubbing his tummy. Well, here we go, friend. I've uh, I've been whipping up a batch of these steaks. We're just trying out some different sauces. This is the sauce. Uh, it's a it's a basic au poivre sauce, but we've uh, lifted it with a bit of thyme. You might like it on this steak. Here you go. Wait, let me get you a plate. Let's do this the civilized way. Bacco's just been chewing corners off, but <laughs> you might want to eat them a bit differently. So this is a this is like a, a peppercorn sauce, yeah. Oh, it's peppercorn in that... cream, but with a hint of thyme. Ooh, okay. Because I feel it needs more of a a vegetal feel, you know. It takes the the steak because ah ah. He's just gesturing at all his friends. It's, it's Are you doing an impression of me, over. by the way? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know you sound like such a good impersonator for a minute. <coughs> I thought you were doing me, and then I thought you were doing my friend Mongbean. <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot of people, you know, say we're a lot like this Mongbean. Never met him. He was a great guy, though, from what from what I've heard. Um, any, anyway, uh, yeah. So, so these these other kobolds scamper over, and they they will have a little snack on this date. Uh, Bloody good. Thank you. <laughs> Do you, uh, you want, uh, anything we can get you from the, from the garden? Look, I'm sorry, I could go with some, uh, dessert, I think. Well, let's find out what they've got. Um, kobold, um, <laughs> see, I'm doing it back to you. What, um, what have you got dessert-wise? Have you got any, like, even cream would do? Is anything with a bit of sugar in? You got any fruits? Anything I could caramelise? Uh, um, uh, strawberries. Uh, good start. Get some of them. Get uh, them as well. Uh, Divertido was making some blumange. No, I don't want pre-made rubbish. <laughs> okay. Like, I, am, I am the world's greatest goblin chef. Blueberries. I say goblin very quietly. I am the world's greatest goblin chef. Um, Go get me some fruit. Okay, they, they they scamper off to different different parts of the garden to find some fruit. Uh, Brogar and Ivy, what were you what were you doing on the stairs? Is this staircase? Does it just go up to the door? Does it keep going up? And does it have any windows? No windows because you're below ground level where you are. Right, uh, it just goes up to the door. 
Okay, I am going to dance my way back up the stairs and peek mm-hmm. through the crack that was there in the door and investigate if anyone is on the other side. I assume means you want me to investigate check or can I just see? I think just from what you're seeing, you know, you're, you're looking mm-hmm. for people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This female dragonborn just running their finger along the, the table. Bloody dirty in here, like. Uh, that was Scouse, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Flicks the, the dust off her finger and walks from where you're you're looking. You can no longer see it. It seems to walk back from the direction that that, that large male dragonborn came from. I'm stood directly behind Ivy and I go, is she gone? I think so. Should we go? I don't like, I mean, it seems weird hiding in a cupboard from your family, but I honestly think this is the best option. Well, I was wondering why you were, so those are your family. Oh, mm. you, 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 you were, you were, we were going to talk to them. No, I, think I just sort of got so into the zone of this sneaking business. Yes, I say, I say we no, just walk up right out and have a word I with them. I grab the, the top of our... No, you, I grab the top <laughs> of your head first. Come on. No, I don't grab the... T- I've got horns. That is yeah, a mistake. I grab them. I grab them. Put me down. We do not no, do, grab but, but, people's she, heads. No, do, do, do not be shushing me when I'm telling you not also, to grab my head. But also, we do not talk to family members of people without their consent. <laughs> You brought us into your house. Yeah. You and you didn't say you we could talk to my to family. No, no, I said nothing of the sort. I probably did. But I just it's it's a really bad idea. It's just a really, really bad idea. And that's coming you from still me. Haven't put me down. I have let go. As, as you're you're having Thank a natter, you. you hear that door open again, slam shut behind you. Honestly, these bloody kobolds every single time. And you can see through the crack in the door, not that you're paying close attention, but if if you were, you see through the crack in the door that places an identical candelabra back in the place where you took that that first one. Identical to the three that are there and identical to the one that's currently wrapped around Brogar's wrist. Oh, doesn't really matter. You've got enough of them. And he wanders back up, uh, back where he came from. And you hear him thud up the stairs. See, they don't even care. No, honestly, all of us are just going to have a better day if we don't talk to them. I'm not speaking to you. Oh, I am very decidedly not speaking to you. They might have been angry that you were in their house. They might have. I was invited. I received mm. an invitation from you. Yeah, but... <laughs> But I am maybe, maybe I'm also not supposed to be here. So they're not going to be happy with you. So I was really helping you out. I was doing you a solid. Come on, Ivy. I hold out a hand. Back in the kitchen, uh, at the window, you've now got seven kobolds desperately jumping up to try and throw fruit through the window. <laughs> as, as you're being almost pelted by fruit that's just being dropped over the window ledge. Because they're, they're tall enough to sort of on tippy toes look over, but they're not they're not quite tall enough to... To actually see them, they're just dropping gooseberries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, loganberries, apples, pears, and a banana. Just one. They grow on tall trees. And a pineapple. Um, Snookums gathers all this stuff up and puts it in a pot and then just ignores it and makes Bacco a uh, panna cotta instead. <laughs> As as you you've, you've turned away, taken all the stuff and ignored it, just one lone dragon fruit rolls through. It's, eh, eh, they like they like <coughs> this one a lot. And uh, so it will settle down on the other side of the window, waiting for whatever delight. I'm going to put the dragon fruit in from. my pack, and then after Baco has got just pudding all over, I'm going to say, <laughs> "Should we go and find? Should we um? Should we go and find our friends? I bet they're going to a lot of trouble by now." Sounds about right. Oh, they got in so much trouble. Have they gone up the stairs? Shall we try up the stairs? Yeah, what we should also do just before we go is this massive thing of fruit. Why don't I just um, mash some of it a bit and pour it into receptacles and invent the smoothie in game? The hot smoothie? Well, no, I'm not going to heat it. Oh, oh you I'm just not, put them in the pot. I'm not, make, I'm not going to serve people. Here's a mug of pie filling. <laughs> Um, Naked pie. 
Ivy and Ivy and Brogar. From that little crack in the door, you can see uh, Bacco and Snookums sort of walk out of a door and walk in the direction that uh, I, your, move, I go out the door. I go out the door. I go out the door. I've got a tray of smoothies. Smoothies? No, go I out just the invented door. this. It's all the finest fruit combined for quick and easy getting in the mouth. So you've got more time to eat snacks instead. <laughs> well, I've had all my fruit for the day. It took me eight seconds. Smoothies. Smoothies. From a... From a session. What is bloody going on? And thudding down the stairs in front of you, Snookums, about 10 feet in front of you, is this hulking great dragonborn, about seven and a half feet tall. You'd say they've got golden forearms. They're, they're wearing a very like, regal cloak, as well as some, some a nice black shirt. Now, I want you to be really careful when you try this. You don't spill it on the cloak. You're not a kobold. No. Um, congratulations. Your prize for knowing the difference between a kobold and a goblin is a smoothie. It's a new thing I've just invented. It's fruit combined in a delicious and easy to take in form. Try it. Your skin looks a bit. Your skin looks a bit dry, as if um, you did. You need more vitamins in your system. So I just thought. Oh, it's a persuasion roll of thirteen. It's quite hard to persuade somebody to drink a free smoothie. Especially, no, one that you've just been handed. I wouldn't drink a smoothie that I'd just been handed. Goblin. By a random person <laughs> in your house. <laughs> reaches out a clawed hand, grabs it, hastily pulls it back and takes a, takes a cautious sniff. His nostrils flare and you can see as it breathes out, there's a little bit of like smoke. Okay. Oh, I didn't consider smoking some of the, the fruit before I put it in. That might add an incredible new note to the smoothie. Tips it back, okay, all the way. I'm going to, I, I'll have to think about when I see my friend, the big one whose name I've forgotten, um, Brogar, when I see them. I'm going to get them to just breathe through some syrup for me for a while. Get it lovely and smoky. His nostrils flare like again. A sulfur, a sulfur tinged, old fashioned. Eyes that would open make my wide. goddess happy. Looks at you. This, the Real the smoothie God. was in fact inspired by my friend Bacco. Bacco, come and meet. What was your name, giant? Xanadar. And he reaches out a hand, and they turn to tobacco. But it's like he doesn't take his eyes off you, Snook. G'day, mate. You look awfully familiar. Tell me about. Brogar. Brogar, right. Dragonborn, very tall. Uh, likes food. Doesn't seem to remember names of different types of food. Got a notebook. Got a notebook. Writes things down. Writes, Writes things, things down. down. Very scholarly. Killed a dog, probably. Don't remember. Yeah. Um, quite. No, I don't know how Tap. to put this. Quite thick. <laughs> nice Although, bloke, though. Nice bloke. Yeah, loves spending a lot of time in the pub. That's where we all met in a pub. <laughs> Um, and then we went back to the pub, and then we went to a different pub. We all met Brogar, who was in the pub, and had been in the pub a while, I think. <laughs> you said he killed a dog and inspired... <laughs> it was an movie. evil dog, to be fair. No, it no, bad no, dog. no. It was, a, it was all, like, split jaw, phlegm, teeth everywhere. Imagine a dog that looks a bit like a squid's mouth. My my father used to be a great adventurer, and folk made dishes and songs about him. And perhaps what kind of dishes would you would you say? You got oh, any recipes? Fine steaks, meats, unicorn. It's not really a recipe. A steak, is it? Cut a bit of meat, eat it up. I realise there's craft involved, but the craft isn't in the writing of the recipe. It's all in the touch. Okay. What other recipes did he have named after him? Milkshakes. Basic, plain flavour. Oh, what's in it? It's just a glass of milk. <laughs> yes. Balasar bread. That was one of his favourites. And what was different about balasar bread from bread? It was especially dense. Especially dense. <laughs> so not properly made bread. I mean, we've all okay. been there. We've all been in a hurry. Or another goblin has stolen the oven in order to try and convert it into some kind of flamethrower. 
Alistair just immolated himself. That sort of thing happens a lot. He did. Comes up, Jesus. Can I? Can I show you something? Well, it's a, you can't really ask a question like that, can you? Because what if the something is your torture room, and now I'm in your torture room? <laughs> what you have to do is say, "Are you interested in?" And then the type of thing that you might show someone. Can I show you something? It's like what? Oh, you've trapped a fart in your hand, and you're going to release it <laughs> under my nose. Tell me the kind of thing, and I'll be like, "Don't, don't go, Snoogums. Can I ask a favour? Depends on what it is." <laughs> can I show you my sword? Well, yeah. <laughs> let's run through the rules. The sword must at all times be at least one foot away from any part of me. All parts of the sword must remain at least one foot away from all parts of me and my friend. Backho. I mean, do what you want to your own kid. That's a father's prerogative. Where is where is Brogar, oh, by the way? Oh, no. He's at, at university, from what I know. Oh, According cool. to you, he's at the pub. I didn't know that there... Well, to be fair, the pub is was in the same city as a university. And, um, yes, this one. Might have been studying <laughs> studying remotely. It, it reaches down to you as if he's going to try and, and pick you what up. What was Brogar doing at university, by the way? Was it drinking studies? Eating studies? Honestly, um... Spices? We, we didn't... He didn't leave on the best of terms. Um, said he was going to university... Um, and that we might see him later. Anyway, it, it, it tries to pick you up. Are you comfortable with this, Snookums? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, you move away from That's me. That's actually extremely patronising. <laughs> I am capable of independent movement. I know you're looking at me and thinking, That's a baby of a species. It's not. I'm actually fully grown. How old are you? In, in goblin years. No, in actual years. We're only on one planet. It only goes around one sun. Everyone go to university and learn I've, that numbers uh, are fluid. I've, I've been on this earth for over two centuries now. That's pretty good. I mean, I've been here three decades. Three decades. Not a baby. What's the best thing you've seen in that time, Snookums? The best thing I've seen in that entire time is how quickly Brogar downs a yard of air. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say It's the a same. work of art. Let me tell you, if there's one thing they're learning at the university, it's how to get a lot of beer down them really quickly. If, uh, if Brogar were here now, I'd wish he'd show me. Sorry, if Brogard were here, what? <laughs> if he were here, I'd love to see what he's learnt at university. Well, how to, well I, I don't know, but he's very good at downing a large amount of ale repeatedly. <laughs> Instead of picking you up, he steps out of the way and he just points. He goes, this sword is the most beautiful thing I have ever laid eyes on. I take my a quick what look about at Bacco. my mum? It's a quick look at Bacco. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> so, I mean, literally the embodiment of debauchery is standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, uh, you need some glasses or something is what I'd be suggesting, but uh, it's a nice enough sword, I suppose. My father used it to kill his father. I used it to kill my father. And I hope one day Brogar will use it to kill me. Can we talk about your family traditions for a while? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, mate. <laughs> Do you go bad at a certain age? No, no. Um, Money, predominantly. Um, It's the only way to ensure the purity of our line and the purity of our financial strategy. What's your financial strategy based on? Corpse availability. <laughs> oh, no, it's in danger. There's no corpses around. I'll kill my dad. Do I have to come up and surprise stakeholders. you? Oh, right. it can be done in, in open combat. Or do anyway, they just the, say, the problem is, I'm going to kill you dragons, today? Dragons and Dragonborn have a tendency to keep on producing forever. And eventually, if you have too many children, you're splitting your money too, too many ways. And of course, there's only a limited amount of money. My grandfather, and he gestures up to the dragon skeleton on the ceiling, amassed rather a large hoard of wealth. And unfortunately, that money doesn't seem to be reproducing. So um, we have to, to limit the size of our family. And this seemed like a fun way to do it. Just going to check my intelligence. Uh, 14, I'm pretty clever. I mean, if you want your money to reproduce, have you ever considered investment? <laughs> investment? 
Hey everyone out there! Hey everyone out there! Steve Cross here. Crypto's a scam. Thanks. <laughs> Sam, just a note for you as the DM. So, from now on, while we're in this house, I'm going to be trying to look for an opportunity to yoink that sword, because not so that I can attack anyone with it, but just to save this nice person's life. It's I just want to steal it. it. And, yeah, but I don't want you to just pointlessly kill your dad. Who's been, we're just having a lovely chat. But just uh, if I can put the sword somewhere safe, like I might just take it and get the kobolds to bury it in a strawberry patch or something. But just I, so I'm not necessarily I'm going to do this now, but I'm going to look out for a really good time to do it. So I'm Let readying the action. Any point that you want to do it. Nicking the sword. No, but you, you, can, you can go and then we can roll. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm looking for a good opportunity. Like everyone walks out the room except me or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want... If you'd I'm like just... to give me literally the perfect moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... Have the people in the room heard Brogar or not? That's the question. So, Brogar said what? He was looking looking at, at Snookums, showing him the sword. His little dragonborn ears prick up. <laughs> Kobold. Kobold, come out. Is it you who's taken the candelabra? Kobold. <laughs> Brogar does not know why his dad has misheard his his lovely voice as a kobold who always starts their sentence off by hacking up a fur ball by the sounds of it. So he's just looking bewildered. <laughs> he looks down at the candelabra, slightly guilty around his wrist, and starts to like to unfurl it, but it's going like <laughs> stretching it back out. Kobold, come. <laughs> Ivy pushes open the door and gestures Brogar forwards into the room. Oh, Never. Jesus. Right, okay. Uh, holding the um, candelabra. I, I just walk out. I go, oh, uh, hi, hi, hey, hey. I found your candelabra. It was downstairs. Anyway, we'll be off now. Uh, see, you've met my mates. We'll just stay just away from the sword, Brogar. Stay away from it. This your this your dad is a very nice person. Doesn't need chopping up. So you stay away from that sword. It's a, it's a confusing it's, statement that you've just said, but <laughs> his face immediately drops. What, How off far? his body? Oh my floor? god. Jesus. Just my presence killed him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Draconian curse. Just just emotion just fades from his face. Booger. Yes. What are you doing here? Oh, I live here, Dad. What are you about? In, in the city? Y yes. You don't live here. You have no home here, Broga. Ivy uh, walks out into the room. He goes, uh, yes, um, I'm from Shush! university. We're conducting a home visit. Shush! Kobolds, come here! Do and the, the kobolds crawl in. He gestures at you and two of the kobolds start to walk over to you, Ivy, and to try to grab you by the arms. <laughs> pull you, they're not strong enough to pull you down. They're just trying to pull... Hate to disturb. Silence. Brogar. I'm a member of the university staff and actually this is really against our code. I I uh... gesture generally to her like Will Smith does to his wife, being like, look, just very important things being said. Um, I'm a personal assistant to the administrative officer. This dragonborn walks towards you, stacked about two feet taller than you, and just looks down at you and says, silence. And then looks at Brogar, points to him, raises a finger, Brogar, what are you doing here? I thought I'd come back to make amends, but also to let you know that uh, I have been chosen by the university to be a hero. Hero? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to save everyone. I thought you'd like to know. I thought you'd like to have the opportunity to be proud of me. Pers persuasion check, please. No, oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on. Persuasion. I get a plus five to persuasion. Oh, great. So that's a five and a five. <laughs> Don't lie, boy. Broga, tell me the truth. I, 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 I won't hurt you. It's more important to be honest. I won't be angry. Um, 
That is the truth. I have been chosen. I have I have hero friends. I point to my tiny friends around the room, dotted around the room. Um and and the university uh, is, you know, has asked me, has given me this role. Rogar, you can't spend your entire life chasing stupid dreams. Oh. At some point in time, you need to settle down, make something of yourself, and murder me. <laughs> Don't kill him. Just the two of you just need to talk it out. There must be a better way. Your dad I go, could dad, retire. Dad, dad, and dad I. A poet. I want to. I want to be your murderer. I do. One day, I am. I dream of killing you soon. Honestly, <laughs> um, I. I really hope that day will come soon. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm just making myself more powerful. I've learned things about stuff, such as um, flavors. I point at. Uh, Snookums. I've learned okay. flavours. Flavours, yeah. Many. From Such as? Yeah, name six flavours. Oh, uh, hot, hot, salty. Yes. Yeah. Something else. <laughs> and, you know, many that just, honestly, my brain is so full and of, and I, I've learned, I've learned, um, really really uh, exciting things the stuff that would blow your mind honestly um i think you're going to be really really proud of me flavors not necessarily useful skills when it comes to finding gainful I, employment in the I've world i've learned i've learned lots and lots of useful skills show me he puts the ring on the whole room fills with this dark smoke what the bloody hell's going on and he starts reaching around desperately for this blade. Father, you've come back. Just, you, can, you can hear things falling off the mantelpiece as he's flailing around. He says, I can, I can hear you, spirit. Where are you? Brogar, you can just hear whispering in your ear. Just, Why do you call me again, child? You are. And this... this, this form and shrouded in shadows it begins to circle you and then disappears off into the distance everyone else you just see that the, the nothingness again why am i here again and you see these bright eyes open in front of you interesting can i see anything illuminated in the actual room that i'm actually stood in due to said light eyes no, it's well, so it's fucking it's useless, like a, then, isn't almost it? Inf- almost infinite space, as almost as if you're somewhere else. But Wait. you could hear your father. You can hear him like swinging this this sword around. Wildly. I'm quite, I'm sorry. He's got the sword now. When did he get the sword? It was on the wall. He picked it up off the off the wall. I wanted the sword. Is it time, child? I haven't got the time. Um, I think when we first got here, it was around about midday. So maybe. Depends what you what you scheduled for. These these eyes blink for a moment, and then it's almost like the, the shadow is is momentarily illuminated as it exhales. As it exhales, this smoke pours forth into the space right in front of you, and from that smoke forms silhouette cloaked in black, completely faceless. And they look at you, and turn their heads slightly. Why? Have you summoned us, child? Summoned? Uh, I'm having a problem with my dad, having a bit of a family argument. um, Thought this would sort it out. Would you like to assist me in this endeavour? In the spreading of death? Not, mm, that seems like quite a lot. Uh, I don't really want to kill my dad yet. That feels like quite a big (laughs) plot development. (laughs) But... Is it no, no, no? Can you can you help me with uh, unconsciousness? Can that be a thing? Slight death in our domain. We do death and undeath. Undeath. Interesting. Interesting. Um, no. Can I don't want death right now. But does this mean that I can chat to you and 
you'll help me with death-related things. If you will help us too, yes. And what would you need? Some lights? I've got a candelabra. If you can help us in the spreading of death, we can help you in the causing of such things. Now, hey friends, it- <laughs> welcome to Sam Mackay's ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now let's rub our hands together. Um, you're saying if I go around and cause more death, you'll help me cause more death. I don't need death right now is the issue. This creature, in an instant, glides along the floor towards you and looks you up and down. You are more than capable of achieving such things, child. And then they glide back away I, from you. I have a, I'm quite good at like punching back of the head. You're right. Um, I, yeah. You're right. I shouldn't be asking for your help. You look busy. You've got a lot going on here. Um, it, this creature looks around. <laughs> shrugs. Are you in the ring? Am I in the ring? We are everywhere. Brogo writes this down on his notepad. What's in his dad doing? You can still hear him. He's still swinging this blade around. Fortunately, he's very tall, so not really an issue for the rest of your party. Um, father, father, get away! Um, okay, so Brogar goes, Father, I I have been able to talk to your father. You're still, we- you're still wearing the ring. Yeah, he can hear me, can't he? Yeah. Dad, I have been able to summon your dad, but look, I'm even better than you. I can vanquish, vanquish him in, in just straight outright, and I summon him back, and I take the ring off. You can now all see again. It's light again. Brogar's father, Xanadar, Drops the blaze. Brogar takes a bow oh, God. and says, See, I have become so powerful that you honestly, you you, you better watch your back and be it's proud a, of a me. Perform- it's, a, it's a performance check. Oh, really, shit, I've got to perform to bow. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is more the, the whole art piece rather than just, just bowing. Oh, that's a 16. You spoke of new skills and learning things and I didn't realise magic was on the cards but nonetheless yeah there's a lot you don't know about me Broga Broga you 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 can't just be an adventurer there's no place for adventurers in the world sorry wasn't your dad an adventurer you go on and on and on about how good he is and how big he was and now his corpse where did that get him as a corpse over the dinner table yes but He's he was loved and people made statues of him and we got lots and lots of money. It was fantastic. I think well, I can his, go down that his road. His father's the, the the money generator. My father was a a leech and you probably will be too. Yeah, yeah, we all are with dragon bonds. <laughs> anyway, but I can restore our family's honor. I will get a new source of income because. You won't have to worry anymore. I will get new income. I will make my own money and then Pyra can kill you instead. She wants to. I've heard it's, her talking about it. <laughs> it's it's not the way things are normally done. Jeff. No, but you need to be a bit less sexist, Dad. Come on. It's Nothing L-I-V. to do with sexism. <laughs> Nothing to do with sexism. And I know the year is L-I-V, but... I don't think it's right for Pyra in her finery to murder me when you would be adequately skilled at doing such a thing. But she can just get changed. Very simple. The, the, the three of you, and gestures to the, the other party members. It claims to be an adventurer. Is there money in this? Are you adventuring with him? You're chefs, clearly. I, frankly, are you his friends? Are you, you know, members of the staff who he's befriended or are you from further afield? You mentioned pubs. We have yeah. no pubs in the north. I've always, I've always wanted to befriend somebody who just loves drinking, hanging out in the pub, and drinking. And their Brogar's perfect for that. Just a great friend to have if you've got a lot of beer. You just need someone to get it all down them, sing some songs, that sort of thing. We did definitely of make money some money. In adventuring. Look, I've got quite. Um, 23 gold pieces. I'm literally the richest goblin in this entire land. Yeah, we've already made money. money we we made money, money, yeah. And money. Ivy is holding all of my money because I'm wearing very fancy clothes. You know, we don't have pockets. So it's a whole thing. Um, 
Ivy's holding all my money and we've got lots, haven't we, Ivy? Well, if I'm not going to get shouted at for uh, talking now. Goblin. Excuse me, goblin. excuse me, you, excuse you speak me. Of, you speak of Brogar being a nice person to spend time with. Why is this one in your party? Well, she's there because she's very important and everyone has to listen to her. Yeah. Let's find out what she has to I, say. He, Brogar looks apologetic down at Ivy and said, I told you about the whole small thing. Very important. I know, but I'm trying my best. It's not very easy important. to do this. Let's go ahead, listen go on, in. Go on. Together. Go on. You, you know what, Dragonborn? You've seen through our cunning ruse. I am actually a professor at the university, and I was attempting to deceive you to see if your son was worthy of our quest. And it turns out that he is. Hurrah! Um, yes. Uh, so uh, we will, in fact, be continuing in our questing. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the city of Caspus. They're, they're another city near to us, and there's a little there's a little disagreement going on between the universities. Now, universities, as you all know, have lots of money, and therefore I'm sure when Brogor helps us to resolve that disagreement at some point in the future, there'll be vast quantities of money that will make their way back into the coffers of your home. We're very proud of him. Uh, he's come on such a long way in only a few days. Can you roll deception? That's oh. Well, they, other universities are... Our university has money because we give them money. Should stop giving them money, money, then we'd have more. Universities. I have a twelve. He's not very intelligent. Let me roll. Yeah, that's a ten. Uh, yep. Yes, you see, they've been stealing from this institution that you—I I, know—you're a fine patron of. Uh, and we've been, been working hard to prevent inflation going up. And if they're stealing our money, they're changing how money's working. That's a problem. So Brogar's basically going to save how money works. I mean, that's what I we can really money. take away from this. How so, does money work? Brogar starts and then goes, no, no. <laughs> too complicated, Goblin, too complicated. Yeah. Um, unless you have the answer. I, I tend to find folk who ask I questions. thought, surrounded by so many great brains, finally I would understand how money works. I mean, we're very much on the gold standard here, aren't we, as our money <laughs> is literal gold, measured in gold. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Named after our family. Drago, no, it's not. Yeah, we're white. gold. <laughs> well, God it's damn more it, of a yellow, but okay. Yellow um, dragon. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> what are you doing here, Broga? Mm. So, you came for a reason. So, I would have sent you some post, but you know, it felt easier to come and tell you in person. Uh, introduce you to my my heroing party. Um and also to just to just get your blessing, honestly, to to maybe one day kill you. Um but or change You want to our, marry this goblin. To no <laughs> Maybe, maybe one no. day. No <laughs> Brogar looks extremely upset. But okay, okay. Um but Maybe I'm going to change the destiny of our family and maybe I won't need to kill you at all. But, but that sword would really help in my... No, as soon as I give it to you, you'll kill me and I'm not ready to die. No, I won't. Honestly, I'll, ju- I'll no. literally... And literally... He, he scrabbles on the floor to grab the sword. No. No, come on. Not because now. Just literally do you have honestly, a, an alternative blade that he could arm himself with as the uh, as a hero it's very important no. to have a legendary weapon and um, that, that sword one, is Izix shut up Brogar that sword <laughs> looks incredibly dashing and would make an excellent statue um, it's so you know do you have something else that he could use if that one's you know a little touchy we could go to the, we could go to the vault and see we have Why don't... down there he gestures to you Brogar he says Brogar come down we can have a chat Find you something befitting of you. Um, free access to the kitchen, whatever you want to do. And he gestures to you, Brogar, uh, to come in with him and for the rest of the party to stay where they are. Then about 30 seconds later, you hear the same noise. After about 10 minutes... I mean, we're left alone in the room with the sword, right? Oh, actually, yeah, Steve. Um, you're, you're currently stood in, in the room with the sword. Mike. Has everyone else gone? Just, it's, it's Bacco and Ivy. <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's no Brogar. I hadn't done this on purpose. Bacco, uh, Ivy, right. I did. We need to prevent our friend being killed. What I think is we get this sword, get it to the kobolds, get them to go and bury it, ideally, 
we get them to bury it and then we'll put many of the favourite flowers of the family on top of it so they're less likely to go and dig it up because they're like, we won't mess with our favourite flowers. Go and bury the sword. Mm. Well, we'll just get the kobolds to do it. We're going to leave instructions for them. I'm a chef, not a gardener. But surely, surely, if we just take Brogar and the sword away from him, is that Brogar's going to lose it? He loses everything. Do you think it's Brogar that... could be able to resist having a swing? Like, he'll be well, back if we here get in it, four seconds. If we get it out of here... Right. Right, and then we get How are we going to hide it to get it's... it out? Well, Baco is very good at making things disappear. I'm sure he's got some kind of trick. Oh, I know what we could do. Take it to the window, give it to the kobolds, tell them I'll make them something delicious if they meet us at the gate where we finally leave and yes. slip us the sword. So we use them as like a lost luggage system. This sounds excellent. As you're, you're chatting, um, can you each roll me a perception check? It's a big old <laughs> six from me, Samuel. I have a 13 with a four. I have a 17. 13 plus three is 16. Kate, you notice... Uh, Back by the, the the kitchen door, which is obviously still open because you walk through it, there's uh, there's some little little cobalt eyes looking through at you from a distance. They're licking their lips. <laughs> you hear that one goes, "Eh, think uh, there's any any dessert?" <laughs> and they're just staring at Snookums. <laughs> Snookums. Uh, I'm gonna turn around and give them a wave. Is there any panna cotta left? Well, you're the one. Snookums, who's eating is, there, it. is there any? Then there's no panna cotta left. <laughs> but I reckon our mates would enjoy something sweet to help us out with the sword. Well, I'm gonna, I can pop back in the kitchen. That's, I'm just going to go in and cook them something quick and tasty and sweet to reward like the it. kobolds for what they're doing for us. I'm going to get some Spanish meringue, top it with Italian meringue, with French meringues around the side, and just with a German meringue shoved right underneath. Some of those might not be types of meringue. A German meringue, it's it's much like a French meringue, but just with a more complex history, requiring a lot of nuance to even bring up. The whole deal is I'm feeding you this, and the deal is you've got to bring us this sword when we leave. On the way out, just sneak it to us. Uh, if, if you can try and persuasion check that. Uh, it's a 12. With advantage, because you just cut for them. That's an 8, so it's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. Fine. I uh, I um, just start eating all the sweet stuff myself. <laughs> oh. I'm like, this is a deal. <laughs> like you, so you know cats when they like see a bird. The musical. Go, <laughs> I've never heard a cat do that. <laughs> That's these these kobolds are just all open jawed. <laughs> if you want meringue, you have to do transportation. Shake your <laughs> No. They they want they climb up the side of the wall out of the window and down the other side back into the garden. Mm. After a few minutes of eating your snacks, one of the kobolds runs into the room, just, ah, ah, <coughs> just pointing out the front door. Ah, ah, well, what? Ah, ah, go, 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 go. What what is it? Sam, I use thaumaturgy to create a boy booming voice right next to the kobold that goes, Calm down! <laughs> It's not panicking. It's completely freaking out. It, it tries tries to grab Bacco's hand as Bacco is the closest. <laughs> Sam, in order to try and calm it down, I use create water to create 10 gallons of water directly above <laughs> oh, its head. Oh, no, you're going to crush it. Can't do damage. Just really help him snap out of it with a nice shock of a cold shower. Not a dribble, though. It's not a cold shower. It's a, a cold no, bath. It's, being no, yeah, I'm creating a bath full of cold water above his head. Not the bath, though, so it won't Surely. hurt. It just drops it's down. The D&D version of the hurt. ice bucket challenge. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this, this 10-gallon water falls on the cobalt. And it takes a moment to think, what the hell has happened? And then remembers what was going on. It goes, Outside! I'm going to put my hand on, on the cobalt's shoulder and say, mate, what have you seen? Is it coming towards us? Should we be running? Hospital. You've seen a hospital. <laughs> they are scary places, I'll give you that. On fire. 
Well, we should not have wasted that water then. Uh, (laughs) We can see the hospital from here, I'm assuming. Looks like it's time for a new adventure. I'm going to turn into the hallway and just shout, Fire! 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 Do not panic. (laughs) Leave in an orderly fashion. Fire! Fire! (laughs) Is that just a convenient siren or is that someone's... Sound effect. Uh, that's I. That's my um straight. That that was perfectly timed. Yeah. No one's going to respond to fire. Backo runs out of the building. I'm gonna. Out of the gate. I'm gonna. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the I'm front gonna, door. I'm, and I'm gonna go the to the front, front door. door. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it's got the sword? Uh, I'm gonna tuck it into my wok and try and cover as much of it with my wok shield as possible. <laughs> you run down the hill with some gusto. Um, the kobold it's is freaking out. It's actually one of my favourite flavourings. A few minutes later, Brogar, you, you 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 walk out into the the great hall. There's a kobold there, and he just looks up at your dad. and goes, "They took the sword." This episode of Live Love Lovecraft was written and produced by me, Sam Mackay. It starred Steve Cross, Lucy Eckersley, Kate Hunter and Zoe McGee. You can find links to all of their online stuff down in the podcast notes below. The music was written by myself and additional sound effects were provided by Michael Gelfie. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can find us online at Lovecraft DND. And we hope that you have a wonderful week, everyone. And we'll see you next time when the adventure continues. It's crazy, right? How is little Brogar Dragonian going to get himself out of this sticky situation? His friends have stolen a sword and run away from him. It's mad. Well, it's one way to find out, and that's by jumping over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash livelifelovecraft, on the 31st of May at 9pm British Summertime. Because we've got a little one-shot going on with a few kobolds, and uh, there'll be some antics. I think you're confusing falling into a river from a great height with having water spill on you. How hard is <laughs> that? That fucking hard. It's all you're walking along, like by the bricks. time you get yeah. home, you're just covered in lacerations yeah. from all of these. I've not but made like, a hailstone. Water's heavy. How it's many liters are in a gallon? <laughs> right. Next time we see Lucy, everyone bring a bucket of water. We're going to tip them I all contest- over her head. If you pour forty her. liters onto a cat, it would hurt them. I believe. It's a lot bigger than a cat. Also, it still wouldn't. One, because it's not a solid. And cats two, have nine lives. Kobold's a lot bigger than a cat. <laughs> yeah, and they've got nine lives.